Hey you, you multifaceted being. My name is Jennifer Larkin and I'm the host of the Attracting Abundance podcast. I am a multi-business owner of a sustainable online boutique, a social media management business, and I'm a full-time fashion model. I have a lot going on and most of us do. So follow along this podcast to learn all about business hacks, all about sustainability, and really just anything that comes to mind because all of us are very multifaceted, like I said. Thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by Me Time or hashtag have a moment for yourself. It is a morning routine kit. It's so amazing. I use it every single day. I'm obsessed with the eucalyptus oil. They also have a affirmations deck, a journal, and then a curated Spotify playlist. You can use code Jennifer for 20% off and I will also leave the link in the show notes. Hey guys, welcome back to the Attracting Abundance podcast. This is episode 50. My name is Jennifer Larkin. If this is your first time, thank you guys so much for being here. Today, we're going to be talking about why I think you shouldn't be worrying about your engagement on social media. I'm going to be talking about it pretty broadly, which I'll get into, but this is really in response to being a model. But again, I think everybody can get something out of this. So Thanks for being here. This is the card that I pulled today. It says, I release negative habits and fill my life with positive changes. Love that. I really, really like that. And that really goes right into like my three good things, which is like just a life update really. But number one, slept in today. I am really trying to listen to my body as I start really intentionally cycle syncing Today is day two of my menstrual cycle. I'm just laying low. I don't have anything really urgent to do. And I'm really trying to actually not overwork myself and do things that really only need to be done, like a must be done today. And I'm so lucky to have this career where I don't really need to be doing something every single day, but sometimes I just like force myself to do things and it's really creating burnout. And I don't want that because I think back to when I was like just modeling living in New York and I like really did not have something to do every single day. And I would like go out and go on walks and watch TV and do things like that and clean my house and stuff. And it's like, I feel like I'm always just like making more videos to just like catch up for other days and stuff like that. And I'm just like, what's the point of like having a career like this if I like am not actually able to rest on some days so I'm really just trying to like I always say like the house is not on fire today there's nothing that like really really needs to be done besides this podcast episode so I was like I'm just gonna rest so I highly recommend if you're able to do that to listen to your body and really try and like plan your life around your cycle And for me, like, I had a friend that wanted to get coffee with me, and she was like, hey, like, I want to get coffee with you. Like, tell me a date that works for you. And I was like, yeah, I could have given her a date this week because I'm pretty free, but I was like, I have to stop, like, stacking up all this social stuff when I have my period because, like, that's when you shouldn't really be social and you don't actually really feel like being social. But if you plan it, like, before then, and then you get there and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's when you kind of create those circumstances where you might cancel or be flaky or something and I didn't want to do that so I made sure to plan it like for next week and then I'm just keeping this week like pretty basic but I'll get into that in a second the second thing is that I joined I just like got a Pilates membership last night and I like made a TikTok about this I literally like I said first day of my period I like had this free trial yesterday and I was like oh my gosh I really don't want to go 
But then I went and I'm so glad I did because it was literally just like a 30 minute intro to it. So it wasn't even like a real like full Pilates class. It really wasn't that intense. It was actually like very chill and like perfect for me. And I think it was probably one of my favorite styles of working out that I've ever tried besides maybe like yoga. But even so, like I feel like it's just going to be so amazing like for like all of my chronic pain and stuff like that like when I lived in LA several years ago which I guess was like seven years ago now I don't know that's crazy I tried it and I remember like the instructor the instructor it was just like not the same as I experienced last night like she just really went into it it was really like strength training that time and I was trying to kind of like build that for myself so it was really hard for me and I like moved back home right after that so I didn't do it again and then I've just done like mat pilates but not in a while I'm more of like a yoga walking weights type of girl but I really think this is going to be like a huge catalyst for change with like my chronic pain because it's like like stretching and strength training and stuff like that and like I just think like strengthening my muscles and all that sort of stuff is just going to be really good. And lately I've just been kind of like meh and like wanting to be more active. Something about the summer I feel like just I lose kind of all that routine and like with exercise and stuff. And I don't want that to be the narrative. So I'm like really trying to change that. And I don't really feel good about it. Then I watch The Bachelorettes. And so anyways, the third thing is that my good friend is moving from New York City to Philly this weekend. And I'm really excited to just like have more friends here And I, like, I have a good amount of friends here, but just, like, I miss seeing some of my friends from New York, and, like, I'm just, I'm happy she's moving back, and I'm seeing my friends tomorrow night, but just keeping it casual, like I said, seeing my mom on Thursday, and I'm just trying to be, like, more social but balanced while also, like, focusing on myself and my business and, like, now, you know, more exercise, like I said, so... Let's take our breath and then we'll get right into the episode. So like always, just take a normal breath in and breathe all of the air out of your mouth. Hold it, breathe in your nose, hold it at the top, breathe everything out of your nose. Hold it and take a normal breath in. So good. I'm going to take a sip of water really quick. So I hope you guys are having a good day. I'm just going to get right into it. I tried to do like more bullet points this time. So I'm not like talking so like, I don't know, structured and exactly what I wanted to say. I kind of wanted to just be like a free form. I'm like, I don't know. I was kind of doing that in the beginning and then I got a little bit more structured. So this is basically in response to a real comment that I got on Instagram. It was essentially along the lines of like, haha like you're a full-time model but you only get 23 likes on all of your posts and at first when I saw that I was like ouch kind of hurts because like it's kind of affirming like all of those narratives that I feel like we are taught that like engagement equals a success likes equals success we're like where did that all come from I don't really know I feel like it was just societally we all just kind of like got to a place where like if you had more likes you were more popular and things like that I guess But after I just like sat there for a second, I was like, okay, that's annoying comment, but I'm not going to entertain it at all. Like I'm not going to reply to them because like at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because that does not affect my career at all. But I would hate for somebody who's like super impressionable to see the comment who wants to be a model or just like is trying to be successful on social media and sees that and is like 
damn, like those are the types of comments I'm gonna get. Like, I'm embarrassed if I don't get a lot of likes that I can't be successful. Like whatever those narratives you have are, like I want to squash them because that's why I really wanted to address this more for other people, not myself. And I hope that a lot of this like episode inspires you and makes you feel like, like you do have the power, you do have the control. And like all of these numbers are really just vanity. I know I've talked about this a lot, but I feel like regardless if you've heard me talk about it before, I think I'm going to be talking about it a little bit differently. It might just be like another time for you to hear it that makes you feel better about it. You know, that thing of like you have to hear something seven times for it to really like go ingrained in your brain. Like I think... That's so true and like there's so many times where I've heard so many things the same way and then I hear it like one more time in a little bit different of a way and it like completely clicks for me. So I'm hoping maybe this will do that for you. So to clarify, on the account that he commented on, and I've talked about this with you guys before, I have had many social media accounts since, you know, like Instagram and all of those platforms came out and during the pandemic when you know everything happened and I basically like (laughs) I didn't lose my job obviously because like it was always there it just like went from like 100 to zero like literally overnight like so many people's careers did and then it didn't really come back up for really like two years so I was like I have to do something else always was kind of like interested in content creation because I was like sort of doing it And, you know, I was doing it because my agents were like, oh, you should start posting in like things that for brands you want to work with and tagging them and things like that. So they see you and things like that. So I was always kind of like into it. I always like was the person that was like editing videos all the time, like every summer, every like trip or something. Like I liked those memories. I would use iMovie. Like I was always like a creative person like that. So I always like was interested, but I was like, I don't really need to be doing this because like I am a full-time model. I was in school for a while. Social media wasn't really a nearly as big when I was in college and high school honestly thank god so when I started like really posting more content creation I was just like got out of the funk you know as you guys know I like started a business during the pandemic so I was really focused on that and then of course with like owning a business you have to promote it so I was like I'm gonna like not do like paid ads I'm gonna do like content creation and reels and influencer marketing and like all these things So then it was just kind of like a catalyst like for like doing that and then my own stuff and like whatever. So I started doing more content creation. I needed the money. Again, this was like a house on fire situation. But then I realized I ended up really, really liking it. But after doing that and like doing a lot of reels, I was actually like very hesitant to get on TikTok for a while. So I was on Instagram for a while. Reels started to become a thing. Was pretty hesitant to do reels for a while, but then finally ended up doing it and I was getting some traction. I was making some money. I was doing it all on my modeling account, like Jennifer underscore Larkin underscore on Instagram. And then I was getting a lot of comments from my agents being like, your feed is looking too lifestyle. Like we think it might be hindering some jobs, things like that. So I kind of was like upset about that because I don't really like being told what to do about my social media. Like it's just a thing that's come up in the past. And like, because I like studied this in college, I was just kind of like, I know what I'm doing. Like you know, this is, this should be the one thing I should be able to, like, control because, like, if you guys have listened, you know that, like, I can't change my hair. I have to tell my agents everything that I do before I change my look and things like that. And I just, like, wanted this one thing. So, slept on that for a while and then I really had a really good engaged audience on that account. Like, I had a really good close friends list where I would, like, put stories up and, you know, I would ask for advice and things like that. And I finally ended up, like, When I went to Germany, I ended up migrating the accounts, which I was really hesitant to do because all of my followers on that other account, 
I had a good amount of followers. I was getting really good traction finally. I had some viral reels, like things like that. But then I finally migrated and it was one, like this weight had been lifted off my shoulders because I was like, I can breathe. I don't have all these people from the industry like watching me and being like, oh God, she shouldn't have posted that on her modeling account because like these modeling clients are going to see it and it might hinder that and like whatever. I don't know. That is like, that should be taken with a grain of salt because of some things I'll maybe say later. But again, it's your career. So like, remember your agents work for you if you are modeling anyways that'll make sense later but so i don't have as many followers on this new account but i have gotten a lot more one like comfortable posting whatever i want so now it's just like more authentic i feel like and i don't feel so like hindered of what i can post so again i feel more authentic I'm getting just as many reels views because one i'm better at making reels now i'm doing more like just more like entertaining stuff you know like i've just i've kind of just it's been like two years of me just doing this and getting better at it so i feel like they're just better reels so they're doing like the same or better i still have an engaged audience and like when i mean engaged i mean like people are dming me people are commenting people are viewing things they're saving things they're sharing things stuff like that so like stuff that is not really seen like necessarily on like the outside view besides maybe the views i think everyone else can see that but like the likes i'm not talking about likes i don't care about likes anymore like i'm not concerned with that because it truly just does not matter i'm looking at the analytics i'm looking at are they sharing it are they saving it and things like that and this goes into play with my content creation it also goes into play with my product-based business ava the label this is my biggest one i would say i also use pinterest i have over 100 100 monthly views with comments saves i make sales there and my modeling Instagram, which I have spent less time on and is why I think it doesn't matter in terms of like having an engaged following there because again, take everything with this episode with a grain of salt, but this is my experience and I think it will help you is that I've been modeling for 11 years, like this year. I've been signed with many agencies all over the world. I have many agents. I have a constant mother agent who's been with me for the entire time pushing for me every single day. My portfolio speaks for itself. I have thousands of photos of myself over the last 11 years. They're on my Instagram. Instagram is just a reel of like these other things about me. They don't care if I get any likes because they just wanna see what my face looks like. Instagram's a way for like the client to see what my smile looks like, what other images do I have that maybe didn't make it into my book to show another side of myself, what's my personality like, and like, the engagement doesn't matter unless they're maybe trying to use you for like a takeover or have you post on your social to get like your followers to see something and that might be like included in the rate but in like the 11 years that i've done this which of course social has changed so much of the industry i have only one time and this was literally within the last month been on option for a job where it was like an amazing opportunity and they wanted to do a photo shoot like in their products but they also wanted me to do an interview, take over their IG stories, post to my page, things like that. And that's a situation where I feel like I didn't get the job because I don't have a large following, which makes sense, obviously, because like it's a business. They obviously want exposure that I really can't give them if I'm not like recognizable to their audience. Like, why would people want to watch my takeover? Like, I completely understand things like that. But like on a day-to-day basis, basis that's not the norm at all. And like 
Target, for example, which I've worked for, doesn't hire me because I have a huge following. Like, again, yes, they could, but I would say traditionally Target hires like traditional models. Again, quote traditional models. Like, this has very much changed, but I hope you guys know what that means. There's no negative connotation in my mind to that. It's just that you either like maybe started as an influencer, became a model, but if you never started like as an influencer and then you just became a model, in my mind, that's just like a traditional model. And I feel like for those of you who are like trying to become models or grow as models, if you're worried about the following, I think you might be doing it for the wrong reasons, like just to be completely blunt with you, because that's really just like going into to be an influencer, which is totally fine if that's what you want to do. But like, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to do both. But like I was saying, like traditional modeling versus becoming an influencer and then becoming a model, like, obviously, you're going to have like different things going on for you if you're trying to be a model like through the influencer route because obviously your engagement will matter in that way because you're not like going the traditional route of maybe like take getting photos taken and then going through like an agency and things like that but I think like using your platform to post photos of yourself do the test shoots like I was saying outreaching is really important outreaching meeting meeting other models meeting other photographers stylists creative directors you know, agents, agencies, all of these things to build your network, to get signed with an agency, things like that. I think it is, this is the time where it is crucial you have an Instagram. But again, I'm talking about the actual platform itself. The engagement is like literally does not matter. It's just about, do you have photos that are like well done and all these things show these different sides of yourself on your platform? I think that's what matters the most. And like, don't worry about the likes. It's just about the quality of the content, like I said. Like, you want that client to go to your page and be like, wow, they know how to pose. Like, I like their personality. I like what their interests are in. They're not just a model. They have some, like, hobbies and things like that. And I think, like, truly, there's, like, a thing going around of, like, bring the original Instagram back, like, things like that. And, like, trust me, I hear you. There are days where I'm, like, I do not want to be seeing, like, all these pitches and, like, all this stuff that I should be doing. Like, I just want it to be, like, pretty photos. But truly, like, that's gone on Instagram. Like we have just gotten away from these like frivolous days of social media because it is a business. And like, trust me, I hear you. If you're not on social media, you don't have a small business. And like, this is what you're seeing after work all the time. It can be annoying, but for somebody like who has a small business is trying to make money on Instagram. Like if this were to be gone, like this would really create a huge problem for small businesses because this is like how a lot of them make a lot of money. And my like product-based business, I think like almost 90% of my sales come from Instagram. So it's like, that's just the thing. So I feel like you have to appear in a professional light and put your best for, foot forward on social media and seriously remember like whatever is on the internet is there forever and you want, if especially if you're trying to make money, but I think it matters regardless if you're trying to make money on social media, you really have to be mindful about this. Like quick side story about this. My boyfriend's dad was hiring for a position in the company that he works for. And there was this young guy who was like interviewing for a position, had all the right credentials. He was a no brainer to hire, but they found a photo of him on Facebook from several years ago of him like chugging a beer on the table. And I'm almost positive that it was actually deleted, but they found it somehow. Like, you know how companies can do that. And they legitimately could not offer him the job. And I just think that's like some food for thought, especially like these younger generations who are growing up where social media is just like, happening your entire life and it's so easy to just be posting everything on social media like 
there's some things that you might really regret posting when you're older and trying to find a job. Like, I know it sucks. I know it's so stupid because we're all just human. Like, it shouldn't matter. But unfortunately, it does. And, like, something that came to mind when I was writing this out is, like, I really do not know how secure, like, this be real thing is. So just be really mindful because I don't, like, that can probably be, like, accessed by businesses and things like that. So just be careful what you're posting. Like, I don't know. It's just something that's been, like, worrying me, like, with the thought of having kids and, like, my siblings doing that and, like, things like that and just, like, the story that I told you. So anyways, that's the story. So next point that I wanted to make was for people who aren't trying to model and just maybe have businesses I really believe this still applies to at least to start and of course like there are some caveats but these are the bullets that I had about it so when you're starting out a brand or business I think like the best thing that you can do is basically quote like fake it till you make it and pretend that you already have that really engaged audience that you have thousands of people watching you like whatever the story might be that you want to happen in the future And of course, like this can be hard, it can feel awkward, and it probably will. But you know, the thought of like putting out into the universe that like, this is what you want to do the idea that like, you already live the life you want to attract is like that sort of mindset. I think this will also like prepare you for when it actually happens. Because like, I, my mentor basically told me of like, you want to put in place things that will help you when you do grow as a business like this is kind of getting off track but like actual systems in place which i talk about a lot you want to have those in place for when you do scale even the tiniest bit so that you're not like fumbling around when that actually happens um so then the next point was like being like by being authentic to yourself and sharing what you believe in like these people will find you you'll become the go-to for many people on certain topics or just one topic and you will grow naturally. I feel like if you automatically have the desire, like I want X dollars, I want X followers, that's what equals success for me. Truthfully, to be blunt again, you probably will never feel successful because you'll always be like chasing and searching for the higher number, like the idea of keeping up with the Joneses that I always bring up. But if you're here to like help people, educate, entertain, inspire people, like those people will naturally come to you and like you just will probably have more like longevity in your career because I feel like sometimes when you grow like I've said this probably a million times in the podcast when you go viral overnight you make like you get like 300,000 followers overnight like sometimes that can be hard to like like really maintain that I think about them I was just watching like Silicon Valley which is such a funny show guys you guys should watch it but it was the idea that like when his company was getting like going public or getting acquired or whatever like the evaluation for the company was like a little bit too high and like the mentor was basically like the VC was saying like well you kind of want it to be lower because you want to basically like grow and get better but if you start so high and then you like under like um perform it actually like is not good for you in the long run and I think that's like kind of really great to apply to a lot of different areas of our life so again you have no idea what's going on the back end as well like some things that I like to think about as myself as a consumer is sometimes like I save things for later to like hire people later to reference for later sometimes I save things and don't even like them like on TikTok sometimes I'll just save the videos to my camera to reference later and don't even like the video but you know obviously that video is getting watched and then it's getting pushed to other people so like you have there's those are the types of things sometimes you have to like keep in mind like sometimes analytics aren't as accurate because of those sort of things 
And you truly like have to believe in yourself. You're the only one that has to wake up every day in your body and do what you do. So creating that life for yourself, like that's what I'm trying to say is like if there are other people like you, so like why can't those people find you that are just like you? So like talk about the things that you love and those people will come to you because what lights you up like those people like other people it lights them up too so they will follow you like I promise and like the follows and likes and shares will come in time but like you don't need them to be successful and like the last point going off of that is the concept that like I may or may not have talked about before but it's the fact that like even people with a hundred like hundred thousand followers million followers on TikTok Instagram whatever it might be can't even pay their bills like they you don't know how to sell you don't have a clear offering you're not gonna sell something And I think I've seen this story so many times and I really like could not imagine putting all the work into like specifically TikTok, but Instagram, anything and like not making any money. Like I would stop creating, like there's no point. But on the other side of like, if you're having, it's just like the type of content I'm creating. If you're having fun with it, like don't listen to this. Obviously, I always want to say that. But if you truly are trying to monetize your platform and have you like you have to make money at a certain stage, you know, and I want you to know that like you really can make money at any stage. And there's so many resources out there today. Like, you know, like I talk about UGC and there's all these apps out there. You can sell like ebooks. You can sell so many different things like without having like a huge amount of following. Like I said, even if you have a lot of a following, you might not know how to sell. Like I know so many stories that I really can't share of people who have done this. And like, just for perspective, giving you my numbers, I currently have like under 100,000, I'm sorry, under a thousand followers on TikTok. The only reason I really have the milestone of getting at least a thousand is because that's the point where I can apply to be in the creator fund, which again, I've heard isn't that great, but it's something And, like, keep in mind, guys, I was, like, door dashing, like, a year ago. Like, I'm not trying to go back to that. You know what I mean? So, I have under 500 on my content creation Instagram. I have under 3,000 on my modeling account. A little under 2,000 on my Ava account. And I've monetized all of them before getting to these current numbers, which are not very high. Like, you do not need 10,000 followers to make money on social. I promise you. I think you need to be authentic have a good product suite, which just means the products you are actively selling. And it can really just be one, like my hero product on for Ava is a sweatshirt that I sell like every single day. And that's like keeping my business alive. Have a couple content buckets that you love to talk about. Find like what you want to be known for. Talk about your products a lot in many different ways. Like I talk about how can it inspire? How can it entertain? How can it educate? People are attracted to things for different reasons. Like someone may like how pretty a product is. Someone may like how functional it is. Someone might just think it's fun. Like do some A-B testing, like try different things out. Like, like, you know, a failure is always a lesson. I literally have it tattooed on my body. Like look at your data. Of course, you need to take this with a grain of salt, like I said, but you can see patterns. Like what type of videos are performing better? What is your audience demographic? Like in terms of that A-B testing, like with the like, the buckets that I was saying, like inspiring, educating, and, you know, education and entertainment, like which one of those is doing best? Or have you been doing way too many entertaining? Maybe you need to do some inspiring. Maybe you need to do some educational because people don't really know what you're talking about. Like those are the types of things, like you need to try different things out. Like, cause when Clubhouse is really big, I would hear people saying like, I'm doing this over and over and over again. And it's like, 
okay, but there are still so many different things you can try. I know it can be discouraging, but it's like, maybe it's the time of day you're posting it. Maybe it's the call to action that you have. Maybe it's the song you're using. Maybe it's not catchy enough. Like maybe you're not editing the clips like well enough where you're losing people at a certain point in time. Like I'm pretty sure you can see like where people fall off on videos and stuff. So maybe it might be a little bit too long. Maybe you've been doing voiceovers and they're not as good as doing like videos with like music. Like those are the types of things that like you really need to be looking at. So I really hope that's helpful. I'm so happy with how long this episode was with all this information. I'm really just like always want to say this. So I always say to my clients, like trying to reduce overwhelm as much as possible. It's about baby steps. You cannot become a master overnight. If you literally make one change today from what I said, like that is a win. Always, I always want you to just do something instead of nothing. And when you're super overwhelmed, it's very easy to just do nothing. Trust me, I've been there. So I wish you the best of luck. If you ever want to book a one-on-one coaching call with me, you can find the link in my bio at Jennifer Larkin Design on Instagram, or I will also put in the show notes so you guys can check it out on my website. So love you guys. Thank you so much. See you next time. Thank you.